Greetings all, and thank you for joining me on the road. So I have been gone for a while after promising you all more consistency. My bad. So while we're gone, dropped 20 pounds, got a whole nother degree, about to start a whole nother career in the medical field. Um, Nothing special. Okay, take that back. All the shit special. So just new, 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 new. Um, nothing negative to report. Um, I decided to, I guess, I guess you already know, I, I was an educator beforehand and I decided to start something new in my life right in my early thirties. Now I'm in my mid thirties after taking a two years hiatus from work, um, organizational stuff like FRAD and whatever other things I would doing um and dedicate myself to this now the main reason why i did what i did is because i saw that i wasn't in love or wedded to where i was and all i can say is just remind me of that great book by dr seuss who we now know as one of the biggest racists in the world but remind me of his one of his good books um called old places you will go and when I was a teacher, I felt like that was just a place where I was just incubating or I was just at just waiting for the next call or I was just at waiting for the next message or I was at just waiting for the next letter to come to me, tell me what I need to do next. And that's not what I wanted in my life. Um, what I want to do was years ago i wanted to go to medical school of course um that did not happen because i lost interest like so i i will say that some factors killed that going to medical spirit going to medical school spirit within me because not the rigors but it's just the fact that nobody would you know try to uplift and encourage i guess a younger me and I let that spirit get killed, which nobody should do. You should never let no one kill your inner spirit. Um, but at the same time, I said, I can't do this. If I'm going to spend all this time. I have to do that at this age. I got to do it at this age because I have set plans in my life. And no, that's not how life goes. And so uh, I put that on the back burner and tried to figure out, like, what do I do? So I worked in somebody's lab for a little while, realized I do, I do not want to ever, 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 ever be in somebody's lab for the rest of my life or write somebody's grants or do somebody's research and have the threat of being like, okay, this isn't good enough or it being stolen or something bad happened. I said, I will never, I never. So... At that point, I went to education. I became a high school teacher, taught science, uh, taught everything from earth science up to AP courses. Was not the most fun for me, but it was exhilarating. You know, you deal with a lot of young minds, a lot of personalities, um, broke a lot of fights, got punched in the eye a couple of times. Yeah, tight is so. Not I won't say, you know, some rough schools, but kids will be kids. And I just didn't want to do it anymore. 
I got burnt out really early. I'm not sure I was trying to be super teacher or, you know, deal with some of the crazy admins who, like, you know, got new to the job, so they wanted to be, like, the hardest people on the rock, you know, on the, on the block, and you like, like, why are you doing all of this? But at the end of the day, it just wasn't for me. Um, I looked at them, I said, like, they didn't realize how much potential they actually had and where they could go and the movement they had. Because as you get older, I will say, it mentally, it does become more narrow. Mentally, emotionally, it does become narrow, what you could do. Your pluripotency, uh, like a stem cell, a stem cell can become any kind of cell it needs to become to help your body. Um, a child can is pluripotent. They become anything that they need to become. They just have to try their hardest and do their best. And the younger you are, the more pluripotent you are. But I don't think the kids really knew that. And, you know, there's only so many times you guys your mind's like, you can do this, you can do that, you can make this happen. But when you don't see it for yourself, that's sort of hard. But I was encouraging people what, when I wasn't really encouraging myself to do what I really want. I was sort of settling for education and not saying that it's not hard. I'm not saying it's not difficult or challenging or anything like that. It just, I was settling for a situation that was not for me. And so I decided to become um, a nurse. And it's the craziest thing. Um, It's like above and beyond crazy. I decided to take that track um, and do what my grandmother did. Now, the reason why I chose becoming a nurse over anything else, I said, I didn't want to be a doctor because I didn't want my life tied up. I also wanted more freedom. And even though I hate to admit it, I am a people's person. I always thought of myself as an introvert, but I could turn over to be an extrovert really quick. So, yeah. Um, I had a great friend named uh, Steve who told me that about myself. He noticed that, and I never really noticed that about myself. Um, so, but before I said, before I was doing all that research, I went to nursing. I um, it to becoming a PA, and the reason why I chose the uh, physician assistant route first is because I already have a degree in biology. And because of that degree, I thought, okay, I can do this, that, and the other. But then I look back at it, at the prerequisites. That's like, I was looking at it, I said, I'm not doing this, that, and the other. Mind you, I never had these classes. I'm thinking what I did in undergrad, because I went to, um, I don't say it was elite school, but one a very elitist school. And I'm thinking like, no, this is not to take what I already have. They have to accept that and just get over it. No, I needed those courses because I never actually had them. And I never had them in the proper formatting that they need to come in. So I went ahead and I did a thing. Um, I started doing those courses. And by that time, I said, like, I think I start, also did those courses. And I also went back and said, hmm, I need to look at some more health professional um careers respiratory therapists nursing um that's 
one other. I think I did look at pharmacy, but I hate chemistry. I hate all applied sciences. I really do. Um, so I went back and I looked at these other courses and I started to, uh, I'm sorry, these other careers and I started to dissect them. And I find out that nurses have a lot more autonomy and I can, you know, live my life. I can have a lot more fun, um, but it was still on the fence. So in my, I think, um, last two years of uh, being an educator, I started going heavily into these thoughts and everything like that. And then that's where I ran into um, two other black men. Um, I'm sorry, three other black men who was in the, uh, the nursing field on a retreat. And I decided to go ahead and listen to them. Ooh, they were nurses. And they walked me through how to find a proper school, how to, you know, how to, uh, how to apply, um, what things I would need, how to get over your ego to take the classes you need to prereqs. Knowing that, and I shall tell you, I wasn't really retaking courses. I was just doing stuff I never had taken before. So now that um, I've done that, yay me. Um, I went and I took those prereqs. All of them. Uh, it took me from from 2017 to 2019 to actually get them completed. And I could not believe it. Um, as soon as I finished that last course, uh, which I thought, you know, again, I thought I'd take this course, I was too big. As soon as I finished that last course, it actually was a two-parter, but where I was before, it was like a one-parter, and it just wasn't going to do. Uh, and so I actually got accepted to nursing school. Now, they said, okay, because you have a bachelor's degree, nursing school will be easy. I said, like, actually, I don't think not so much. Um, not so much. So with nursing school, what made it weird for me was that everything was not black and white like biology or like education. There's a right, there's a right and a wrong answer. In nursing school, all the answers are right. It's about prioritization, prioritization, sorry, and saying which is the most right answer, which is the most wrong answer, which is the most helpful, uh, which is the most detrimental. It's like, but all the answers are pretty much correct. So it's a very gray area we take a nursing test. And it's very difficult. Uh, I still got more nursing tests to do, more nursing education to undertake. Um, but with somebody with a learning disability like me, um, yes. Come on, ADHD and dyslexia. Um, you, you will actually, you will actually bang your head on the desk. You'll stress out. 
you'll get more tired because you're trying to pick the most of something or the least of something or you try to put it in order and again still the most or the least right and you just try to do your best so big up to nurses now i can't really say because i did take the mk the mk is hard as it's hard as hell very difficult um but i will say that getting to nursing school was was difficult in itself um, I had to do private school because I was waitlisted by public schools because everybody's trying to get to a public school. Everybody, because it's cheaper. Um, so, but when you try to apply into a private school, it's a little bit easier. I'm not saying you're not going to get denied, but it's a little bit easier only because of the fact that it's so expensive and not everybody's going to try to do private school. So I actually got into private school because I was waitlisted for public school and I was like, uh, curses. But once I got there, um, it was a smaller round table situation. And I think at the end of the day, my teachers didn't know my name. Good or bad situations, they'll know. But Oh, all good. But it, they didn't know my name. Um, the only trouble that I really did have was my father did become ill my first semester. Seriously ill. And I was in and out of the hospital, worried about that, did not feel motivated. Um, some people listen. Some people didn't to my plight, and nobody cared. You had to just keep trying to push through. And so, when it all, when my father passed away a week before finals, um, that was a very challenging time for me. And then I thought I'll be able to shake it off by the time I came back for my second semester. No, that's not exactly how emotions work. And so that second semester was actually the hardest semester for me. And I took the hardest hits because I really just wasn't that motivated. I wasn't that into it. And then COVID hit and everything and I was dealing with um, a very interesting clinical instructor who said a lot of weird things at the time. But it's neither here nor there. Um, and I think at a point she did try to explain herself, but you know, when you go through all that other stuff in your like, I was like, nah, I can't really, you really can't explain yourself. And sometimes you really can't explain certain behaviors or what you say to people. And I know that as an educator, because I mean, like, I'll be honest with you, uh, sometimes you will fall into that trap of being too um, verbose in your opinion or too critical or whatever. And that's not what people need. And sometimes you have to read the room. So neither here, neither here nor there. They took an upswing. Um, I actually did take a little bit of time to myself. And I got my life together <laughs> during nursing school, sorta. And then I joined um, 
the um, National Black Nursing Association or the Black Nursing Association, excuse me. And I, I found a mentor. I found a couple of mentors and they guided me. They took my hand and walked me through. Said the most, and they helped me and they were the most beautiful people toward me. And I, I, to this day, I cannot take nothing from them. I had my uh, fellow Greeks and they know who they are. I'm not going to give no names, but I'm not going to give any names. Ooh, sorry, excuse my language. I'm not going to give any names, but they, they guided me. Uh, well, they didn't guide me. They supported me. And sometimes that's what you need. And it was just the most beautiful thing during those uh, during those last few months. And I can always thank them for that, that they were there. Now, of course, I had family, you know, my mother and my sister, somewhat my sisters, who my mother, um, who was actually my financial support during this situation, because, you know, I gave up everything to do this. And I worked my hardest. I did what I had to do. And I didn't play no games. I didn't sleep on nobody, you know. I just did what I had to do. Now, not grant. Now, I do. I am still a little lazy. And I still got to learn disabilities. But sometimes you just got to up your game. Um... I'm, I'm happy that I'm on this journey again. I'm happy that I've discovered something new. Also, during this time, I did start a small business um, where I am a landscaping consultant. I'm, I'm not a landscaper. I'm not coming to your yard and cut your grass or dig any holes. What I'm planning to do is I will come. I will come to your property. I'll tell you what plants fit where, which you could do to add more color, more vibrancy to your yard, um, to your own taste. And I may get a little bossy, but that's neither here nor there. All right, that's just who I am as a person. And that I think that's one of the beautiful things that came out of um, this transition period. Now, I'm not saying this transition period has not been dark or dank, but I'm not going to say this transition period has not been unnecessary because it has. I've grown a lot and I see people for what they are and I still do certain things. I'm still able to complete certain tasks or take on certain accomplishments and be happy with it. Sometimes you have to challenge yourself to give it all up. So you can do something new. So you can grow. Sometimes you have to expose yourself. Sometimes you have to dial back and realize what you are and what you have, what you don't have. And be real with it. I was missing six courses that I probably should have had in my first round when I got my first degree. But that's not what happened. Was I, you know, 
Was I being big-headed about it? Yes. When I realized I had to do it over again, was I angry? Hell yes. When I had to pay for it, I wanted to fight. But when I did it over again, I completed it, got my A's and walked out. I felt, you know, I, I was I was Gucci. All I can say is some if you have to start over, start over. Find a way to sacrifice what you need to sacrifice to do what you need to do. Because sometimes you gotta take two steps back, take five steps forward. And I learned that from a good friend, Dr. Wesley Willis, who's a DMP. Um and if you have to take those steps back, just do it. The five steps forward is more is more beautiful than anything else. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that I'm done on this journey. But what I am saying is that I'm happy to start it again. So the reason why this podcast is named On the Road, because you never know what road you may take. Like you may start from point A and go to point B, then point B will lead you to either point C1, point C2, point C3. And then point C1 may go to DA, DB, and then point C2 may go to DX, DY, and then you never know where life is going to take you. So there's so, so many avenues you can take in life and you just don't know. And you say you have plans, but you really don't have a plan, you know? It's once you reach each point that your plan will change. It's once you're on that road in which you experience along the way a flat tire, um, an oil change, um, new windshield wipers, things that you may have to gather up. And these are all just, you know, analogies and allegories, allegorical stuff. But you never know what you're going to have to do to actually get yourself to where you need to be and what changes you may have to take and what you may have to take on. Sometimes you may change the color to that car or get a whole new car altogether. You don't know. And so I'm very happy that I was able to, um, I'm happy to be on the road with y'all. I'm happy to have all these changes and to grow. I'm happy to, um, take on my failures because um, my failures actually make me stronger. Take on my accomplishments because my accomplishments actually help me celebrate myself. And I will say that, you know, having a failure will make you respect your accomplishments so you're able to accept, uh, celebrate yourself and accept yourself in a different way. So, guys, Examine yourselves, assess yourselves, just only to find yourself and take yourself on that journey. Put yourself on the road and thank you for coming back and joining me on the road again.